You either create your world or your world creates you. Wake up every morning and remember three times when you were happy, successful, victorious, grateful. How did you feel? What does excellence feel like? And create that in your mind. Create that in your body every time you start your day. going to lock it in for an hour of talking about the success principles that I've accumulated over many years and how you and I can both absolutely crush life. I expect excellence. That's my motto, demand excellence. And that is the framing of today's 44 success principles that I'm going to teach you guys about. So, you know, I'm a pretty blessed man. I get to learn from some of the brightest people in the world, um, some of the most successful people, quote unquote, whatever success means, um, people who I view as having a very well-rounded life, a very well-rounded mind. Um, and there's a lot of really common principles that seem to come to the surface that if you apply to your life and if I apply to my life on a consistent basis, things just go your way. And these are the commonalities you're going to find amongst, you know, the world's greatest human beings. Um, so without further ado, without further rambling, I want to get right into them because 44 is going to take some time. And I don't think you should miss a minute of this because, uh, these are coming from many different areas. Some of them are due with your body, some of them are due with your mind, some of them are due with relationships, um, but all around are going to help you live your greatest life and your greatest body, which is always the framing of the Muscle Expert podcast. For the last five years, uh, you know, we're bringing it to you guys and evolving every, every single day. Um, you know, continue to be thankful, continue to be grateful for every one of you that uh, supports the podcast, leaves us reviews and subscribes. Thank you. And, and the reviews we get on social media and the comments we get and the shares you know, truly drives this guy. So, um, you know, I can't begin to express my gratitude enough. I wake up every day um, grateful to be able to do what I do and bring this information to you and continue to learn and spread knowledge and connect with, you know, ultimately the world's greatest human beings. And I think that's such an amazing blessing that I don't take for granted for even a second. Um, so moving on, um, point number one, and these are in no particular order, although you, know, you may see them as such, um, taking 100% ownership for your life. You guys have heard this a lot. You know, Jocko Willink, extreme ownership. And what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to take 100% ownership for your life is accepting the fact that anything in your life is your doing. And if you're not happy with it, you can change it. And if there's someone in your life or something in your life that you uh, have brought in for some reason, it's there for a reason. If you're unhappy with it, you can or you should take it upon yourself to find out why, because it's a learning opportunity. You know, I, I've grown up with many struggles and many challenges and certain times in my life, I look at things and I wonder, you know, why am I doing this to myself? Why do these things keep happening? And the reality is it's because there's something there that you need to learn. Um, and once you learn the lesson, it goes away. If you're struggling with something, say good, say thank you, and realize that struggles are our greatest opportunity for progress. Um, so take 100% ownership for your life um, and don't let anyone else influence you in a way that you think negatively impacts you or is holding you back because the reality is you're in control and you can change it. Number two, stop complaining. 
Don't ever do it again. It robs you of your power. Whining crushes progress. Whining crushes power. Complaining about anything is taking away your opportunity for progression. So instead of complaining, create an attitude of gratitude. And no matter what it is in your life, it's there to bring you awareness. It's there to um, bring you an opportunity to progress in your focus and your mindset. Number three, this is a quote from potentially one of the greatest books I've ever read. And if you haven't read it, you should read it. And the book is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And it reads, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And that's not a direct quote, um, but it's very, very close. And it's ultimately man's greatest freedom lies in your ability to choose between stimulus and a response. There's a space. What a powerful, powerful thing. And where people go wrong in life is neglecting that space, neglecting to stop and think and respond. Most people opt to react rather than taking something in, sitting with it, thinking about it, contemplating it, and then responding appropriately. We are so overzealous and overactive in our reactivity. So see the beauty in your ability to always choose your response. No matter who it is, no matter what the situation is, you have the ability to choose. And Viktor Frankl speaks about his experience in a uh, Nazi concentration camp and how he ultimately saw some people create their own demise while some people could still um, manage to muster some degree of positivity in, in such a uh, wretched situation. Uh, it's pretty incredible to you know, witness his accounts. Number four, your mind can be your greatest enemy or your greatest gift. It is your choice. Create an awareness around everything you do. This is called mindfulness. And mindfulness is the gateway to change. And that, my friends, is one of the most important things that I've learned in the last five years of my life, that in order for you to change anything, step one means stepping back and paying attention. What does that look like? To not react, to breathe, to feel, and then respond. And that's a hugely important aspect of us being able to move forward and make change. And I know my goal for 2019 is excellence in everything that I do. And the only way I can do that, the only way anyone can do that, is by first being aware of what needs to be changed, uh, what we don't like, what we're maybe selling ourselves short on, and then taking the necessary steps to create a proactive plan to move forward. And that's it. It's not, it's not hard. It's not complicated. It's actually quite simple. But the most important thing you can do, and you need to start today, not on January 1st, right now, pay attention. Think. Don't speak. Think and then respond. 
Number five, don't set the goal of building muscle for the muscle. Set the goal for what it will make of you to achieve it. And this is my rendition of a quote from Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn says, don't set the goal of becoming a millionaire for the money. Set the goal for what it will make of you to achieve it. And I refer refer to this quote all the time. And uh, specific to the muscle when it comes to this demographic is everyone thinks that they're going to get this body they want. They're going to change. Everyone thinks they're going to get to the top of this proverbial mountain and they're going to become somebody different. Um, But let me tell you, I've been to the top of that mountain and it's a lonely, lonely, insecure place. Uh, It's not about the end destination. It's about the journey. So realize that every time you step in the gym, every time you step into any situation, it's an opportunity for you to develop your character. It's an opportunity to develop skills. Uh, it's an opportunity to progress in the person, the human being that you are. It is not about the end result. The end result is empty and shallow, no matter whether your goal be money or muscle or any material goods or anything. That's not the goal. Take it from me. Take it from many successful people that come from before, come before you. Number six. Determine your values. Without knowing your values, someone else will fit you into theirs. And this is something I got from Dr. John Martini, And this was maybe one of the most impactful things for you to really get clear on the three things that you value most. So for me, it's going to be my family, my health, and my finances in that order. And there's probably some other things in there that, that become interchanged with that third one. Um, but my family comes first, my health and my vitality comes second, and third, my finances. And and once I learn how to determine that, it allows me to easily make decisions in life. So if something comes up and I can choose between, you know, going out and being social or going home and spending time with my kids, the answer is already made. If something comes up between like, you know, going out and, and having a beer with the buddies or my health, well, guess what? The health is going to come first. It's always going to supersede because I know the order of my value system. And Dr. John D. Martini gives you an amazing value determinant system that exists on his website, which I believe is just drdmartini.com. I highly suggest every one of you do that as you strive to make 2019 your year of excellence. Number seven, create a life purpose. Wow. What a concept. Uh, Most of us are going through life living somebody else's dream. Um, I've been guilty of this. You've been guilty of this. That's not the life you want to live. If you don't get pulled out of bed every morning by the dream, and listen, it's okay to be part of somebody else's dream or somebody else's purpose, as long as it is something that gets you absolutely excited. Um, Make sure that wherever, whatever you're doing right now, whatever you're doing today, tomorrow, you're excited about. And if you're not, start taking necessary necessary steps to change it because ultimately um, your life is short. Life is so, so finite that living any day that isn't full of joy just isn't worth your time. And uh, I speak all about this a lot with my team and with my, um, my family with my friends. Um, I recently watched a great video by Alan Watts, and it's a bit profound and a bit uh, deep to think about. But what if it's if it's one in one quadrillion chance that you're alive? So it's ultimately like winning the lottery 30 times during your life. That's the likelihood of you being born. Well, what if right now is it? What if this is heaven? What if this is 
what you've been waiting for for all of eternity and you're living it right now and you're not taking full advantage of every day. And that's a really interesting thought that uh, Alan Watts brings to us on YouTube that I highly suggest you guys go and snoop around with some Alan Watts videos if you're interested in, in, in some really, really intelligent conversations around uh, expanding consciousness and mindfulness and meditation. I do his meditation all the time and I love it. Um, so, but imagine, you know, you, you were this... Uh, energetic existence or this energetic being that's existed prior to this. And right now is, this is what you've been waiting for. This is your one chance. This is, you know, like, put me in coach. I can do this. And you got a hundred years on this planet or less or more, depending who you are and take advantage of every minute because after this, there may not be anything. This could be heaven. Just a thought for you. Number eight, rip the snooze button out of your alarm clock. This is not for winners. If you snooze, you're telling your goals they can wait. You're telling your dreams they can wait. Nothing is as important as your day, as your time, as getting up and enjoying this amazing life you get to live. So I highly suggest you eliminate the snooze button from your phone. And Apple, if you're listening, we don't need a snooze button anymore. That eight-minute uh, notification is something that we all have used. And, you know, I've probably used it once in the last five years, mostly by accident, but uh, it does happen. And I don't think it should be a part of our existence. I think, you know, if you're really excited to live, um, get up, attack the day, create bigger goals that are pulling you out that you're so excited to get up that you wouldn't have it any other way. Number nine, I say this to my son every day because this is one of the, uh, true lessons that I wish I learned when I was young, and you've all heard it before, I'm going to say it again. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. Winners never quit, and quitters never win, and losers never start. Number 10, you either create your world or your world creates you. Wake up every morning and remember three times when you were happy, successful, victorious, grateful. How did you feel? What does excellence feel like? And create that in your mind. Create that in your body every time you start your day. And take this mindset into every scenario with you. And eventually, you won't have to create it. It'll just be the person you are. It will just be you. Create your world or your world creates you. Number 11, meditate daily. No excuses. This doesn't have to be sitting on a meditation cushion. It doesn't have to be sitting cross-legged. It's just an opportunity to pay attention to your awareness, to your thoughts, to your body, to your consciousness. And I love for a lot of us, and myself included for a long time, this is a very vague thing. What is meditation? Is it simply sitting in silence and, and listening to your thoughts? No. It's sitting and learning to calm your thoughts. It's sitting and learning to calm your body. Sitting and learning to pay attention to where thoughts arise, to where feelings arise, and going deep into those feelings, making that, that feeling that exists in your body or that feeling that exists in your mind or that thought the only prevalent thing that exists in your world. Imagine being able to have absolute focus, absolute tunnel vision on anything. It's a superpower being able to meditate and ultimately fill the whole room with a thought, with a feeling, 
with an absolute focus is a superpower. If you want to be successful, meditate. Not to mention the endless health benefits and epigenetic benefits. Uh, it, it goes on forever. Number 12. You've heard me say this before. It's one of my favorite quotes. If you can't, then you must. If you cannot, then you must. If it's something that you say, I can't do, then get up and do it now. Don't wait. Don't think. Do it. And I say this to my kids in, in a, typically a little bit more of a calm way, typically. <laughs> um, but if there's something that you can't do, you must because that is your opportunity for growth. That is your bottleneck. And growth comes from seeking the obstacles and the challenges and running headfirst for them. If you find something you can't do yet, take the first step right now and eliminate the word can't from your vocabulary. And I do this with my family. I can't yet. Number 13, visualize the person you want to become. Physical, mental, relationships, your values, your responses to stress, how others view you, and write it all down. This is a huge one um, because you need to create this person and live into it. When you wake up every day, you have an opportunity to fall back into habit and repetition that's got you to where you are. You have an opportunity to step up and dominate the day. And dominating the day is a challenging thing to do, but at the same time, a simple thing to do. Create an anchor. Create a person you want to become. And become that person during the day. And eventually that person becomes your default. Ultimately, you're always creating a new you. Every second is either an opportunity to reinforce bad habits or create a new one. It's your choice. Number 14, set process goals. Goal setting is a joke. People set goals and say, hey, you know, I want to make a million dollars. How? You can't. Work backwards. How much do you need to make a month? How much do you need to make a week? How much do you need to make an hour? How am I going to make that much an hour? Whatever the goal happens to be, you need to create a process goal and reverse engineer it. And I like to create process goals around habits. So if I if I create a goal of, you know, it's a financial goal, maybe it's a personal goal, maybe it's just about, hey, I want to be excellent in everything I do. Well, what does that look like? Clearly define that. And then set process goals. What is someone who has excellence in every aspect of their life? What do they do on a day-to-day -day basis? You know, if I want to set the goal to lose 25 pounds, awesome, good for you. That's a great goal. But if you, if you actually want to achieve it, what are the processes you need to follow to make it happen? Well, you need to maybe perfectly follow a diet plan. Maybe you need to exercise. Maybe you need to walk. Maybe you need to track your calories. You know, any of those process goals will get you the result you want. Number 15, pay attention to your self-talk. Wow, isn't that important? Don't we all do that so often? You can do anything your mind conceives, and the only thing holding you back is the story you tell yourself about why you can't. So pay attention to your self-talk. And I know a lot of us are guilty, not only talking negatively about ourselves, we're talking negatively about others. That's a tough one to overcome. And um, it, the only framing is gratitude that will change it, right? Learn to be grateful for everything they bring to your life or you bring to your life. Be grateful for yourself. Happens. It helps. 16, your words matter. It's an extension of 15. The words that come out of your mouth are so important. How you talk to yourself and how you talk to others is a perfect reflection of your unconscious mind. The unconscious determines your life. 
Your unconscious is who you believe you are, what you believe you are, what your beliefs are, and what comes out of your mouth when you're not paying attention is going to tell you exactly what exists in your unconscious mind. So start paying attention to your self-talk and start realizing who you are underneath. And that is your first step in changing it. Number 17, implement daily discipline. If you want to be successful, self-confidence is vital. And how do you become self-confident? Well, knowing deep down, knowing inside yourself that you're the type of person that says something and gets it done. You're the type of person that says a goal and completes it no matter what gets in the way. That's daily discipline. So set yourself up to win. Set yourself up for daily discipline. So my day, make, make your bed, floss your teeth, meditate, journal, exercise, make the call you don't want to make, have the conversation you don't want to have, begin the project you've been putting off, and create the necessary steps to finish it. Each of these is a daily opportunity to implement discipline and prove to yourself that you're the type of person that gets shit done. Build your self-confidence through daily implementation of discipline. Number 18 is a big one for me, and you guys talk about this a lot. And, um, you know, all the guests, I think every guest I've had on here speaks about this. And you guys know this podcast is framed around uh, bringing in epic human beings that are, who are amazing at what they do. And every single one of them speaks of gratitude and how you find gratitude in absolutely everything in your life. If you really want to change, create a three-minute gratitude practice in the morning. And three minutes sounds like a small amount of time, but if you can start it and continue for three minutes straight without any hesitation, without any pausing, it's a lot to be grateful for. So I start with a really small circle, the people that are closest to me physically and and, uh, and, not, and otherwise, uh, and I just build the circle out and I start with people and then I go to things and, and it grows from there. And it's just like, I'm so grateful for my children. I'm so grateful for my wife. And I do that for three minutes until I can't, well, until I either run out of things to do or other things to be grateful for, which is next to impossible. Or your brain starts searching for things to be grateful for. And that includes the things that you wouldn't otherwise think to be grateful for. Number 19, surround yourself with great people. You guys get it? You are the five people you surround yourself with. Number 20, create a toward attitude, moving toward pleasure rather than away from pain. Number 21, when it sucks, at the deepest depths of your hardest challenge, smile, knowing that you're becoming a better version of yourself. When it sucks, smile. Number 22, realize that your brain is plastic. The term is neuroplasticity. If you want to read an amazing book, read The Brain That Changes Itself by Norman Doidge. Norman Doidge is a university professor at Toronto, University of Toronto, super bright guy. That was the first person that got me uh, into this concept of neuroplasticity. It's just the idea that you can change no matter who you are, no matter what scenario, no matter what age, no matter how long or stubborn you are, how long you've been doing it or how stubborn you are, you can change. The Brain That Changes Itself by Norman Deutsch. Number 23, every year I spend 10% of my income on coaching. I hire people who I want in my life. 
If I want someone to be able to converse with, I'm going to hire them. If they're not already in my network, and even if they are in my network, pay them way more than you're comfortable with. Why? Because it's going to make you appreciate every small lesson you learn. If you just pay someone a little bit and it's not going to really hurt if it, if it doesn't work out, you're probably not going to commit. Pay way more than you're comfortable with and learn every little lesson there is to learn. And let them know that, you know, you're all in on this because anyone who's a coach, and take it from me as a coach, the only thing I want, the only people I want to work with are the people that are all in on their goals. And this is a big part of my new coaching program, which is launching uh, in January 2019, is I want everyone who signs up to sign a contract to themselves and to me that you're committed to change now. I don't want you to change later. I'm not just here to teach you a skill set or to hold your hand or to have a conversation with you. You're going to change now or this isn't right for you. And I'm eager to work with people who want to change now to give them my knowledge and my skill set um, and my wisdom to help you live your greatest life and hire a coach. And that doesn't necessarily mean me. That doesn't necessarily mean anybody. But whatever you want to be great at, uh, find someone who is already there and pay them. 24. I love this one because I've learned this lesson the hard way. Clearly state all expectations in every relationship you're in, whether that's with your family, your children, your wife, your husband, your team, your whomever. Uh, clearly stated expectations is so important to creating a successful relationship. And I have fallen numerous times to not clearly stating expectations, to creating a relationship on a handshake and a good feeling. And I think that's a bad idea. So not that it's uh, impossible, but I think as long as there's clearly stated expectations, you do this and I do that, everyone wins. And at least it gives you an opportunity to be successful. So if you're someone who's had a hard time with relationships in the past, be very, very clear with expectations, whether it's a, se a sexual and physical relationship or a professional business relationship. I love number 25, and I get this one to give full credit from Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris, two men that I look up to tremendously in my life, two guys that I listen to daily and uh, read as much as I can from them. And that is to have at least one person in your life that you can rely on for complete honesty. Whether or not it's what you want to hear, keep this person close. And ideally, it's going to be your spouse. Um, someone that you know that if you ask them a question, they will tell you the truth. Someone that you know if you're getting on your high horse, they'll call you on your bullshit. So vital to be able to progress forward in your life, to have something concrete to stand, to stand on. I think maybe one of the most powerful opportunities in life to be able to progress forward um, because a lot of us build our life on emotion. A lot of us build our life on speculation and ego and, and things that aren't necessarily true, which ultimately can fail and ultimately can crumble. Number 26, integrity is everything. If you say you're going to do it, you must. And this is something that uh, is now very clear and dear to my heart. Um, because sometimes we say things, and I'm guilty of this, I've said things in the past, that I say them without meaning them completely. And I don't mean they're, I'm lying. I just mean that 
you say them without a strong intention of following through. Like, oh, sure, that sounds great. I'm going to do that. No. Like, that is something that I've committed to in 2019 is if you're going to say it, you're going to do it. And if not, don't say it. Sometimes it's just easy to get out of a conversation and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that for sure. No. Honesty and integrity is the bedrock of happiness and of forward progress. Number 27, sleep is imperative to living a successful life. Go to bed in a cave two hours after the sun and get up with the sun every single day. Ideally, maintain the same bedtime every single day. It's challenging in the world we live in, but if you're committed to success, whatever that means for you, if you're committed to health, then I suggest you get to bed two hours after the sun sets and get up with the sun daily. Number 28, get 15 minutes of morning sunshine, ideally on your naked body, every single day. And if you can't do it outside uh, or if it's not sunny, uh, I highly suggest you get some type of either full spectrum light or I use the Juve every day, daily, when I can't get outside for 10 minutes front, 10 minutes back typically. Um, and I try to get full body exposure so important to setting circadian biology, setting circadian rhythms, resetting your mind and optimizing your sleep. And I've noticed massive differences in the way my brain works um, and the way my um, retrieval of words works. Number 29, create a grand vision, something that rips you out of bed. And I've said this already, but I think it's so vital that I want everyone to explore it. What does that mean? What excites you? What do you love? And so many of us are told that we're inadequate. So many of us are told that our goals don't matter, whether it be by our parents or by our authorities. Create a grand vision that you can live into every single day and the world will be such a great place because people who feel unfulfilled, people who feel inadequate are the ones that are probably doing things that are not contributing to the greater humanity. Number 30, people follow leaders. Think of the tribe mentality. If you lived in a tribe a few hundred years ago, and there was one person that said, we're going that way. That's what we need to do. Everyone stands up and they follow him. Another, someone else goes, well, I think it might be over there. Yeah, maybe it's over there. I don't really know. Who are they going to follow? So everyone wants to be a leader. Yet nobody has a clearly defined path and a clearly defined belief system. Create that for yourself. What do you believe in? What do you get behind wholeheartedly? Without clear goals, values, beliefs for yourself, you will never be able to lead somebody else. And I see this in my children. Children test you. Children want to know if you're a leader. They will always unconsciously test your stability, stability, your integrity, and your resolve. They will always challenge you. And if you make idle threats, if they say that they see that you're doing something that maybe you're not following through with, they start to doubt you. These are little meaning-making machines. Everyone's a meaning-making machine ultimately. Think about it. Create 
clearly defined beliefs and goals and values for yourself. 31, become unshakable. The term I loved from the book Buddha's Brain is called equanimity, which means unfazed by positive or negative situations or emotions. Equanimity. Unfuckwithable, ultimately. Simply acknowledging, finding the gratitude in it, and never letting it sway your emotions, either positively or negatively. You just create an awareness because nothing negative or positive should ever throw you off track. It can be great to feel joy and happiness and sadness. That's not what this means. It just means it doesn't disturb my core. It doesn't create, it doesn't disrupt who I am at my core. Number 32, create awareness, not judgment. Things happen, become aware, say thank you. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. This is number 33. Clean up the messes and pay attention to the little things. 34. We're on to the home stretch. This is an interesting one that sometimes I reflect on and sometimes I ponder on. The things that you dislike about others is a reflection of yourself. And I notice this very much in the relationships that I struggle with. So I learned to smile and I want to say thank you. And the people who are bringing challenge to me are here in, my, are in, here in my life for a reason, as they are yours. So if there's something you dislike about someone, stop and take a look in the mirror. Number 35, always do more than is expected of you. 10% extra. If you're asked to do 10 reps, do 11. If you're asked to do 30 minutes of cardio, do 33. Always a little bit extra. Strive for the extra mile. It doesn't matter what it is, whether you're early to work or late to leave, always do that little bit extra. People notice, and the most important person in the world is always watching. That's you. Number 36, learn to love yourself. So many of us have never thought about loving yourself, or maybe they think it's an egocentric thing, but it's really not. Unless you love yourself, you can't love somebody else. Have compassion for yourself. Remove judgment of everything you say and you do. Be a great human being. Number 37, how you treat others is a reflection of your feelings about yourself. Ooh, interesting thought. Use it to learn about you and you can begin to change. Pay attention to what sets you off. Pay attention to the words you use to others because it's really a mirror's reflection of yourself. Number 38, if you want to get a little deep on this one, we are all from the same place and we're all going back to the same place. Love everyone like you love yourself, if you do love yourself, and I hope you all work toward that. We're all from the same place. Where did, where did Earth evolve from? Potentially from the Big Bang, from some star erupting. 
We've all come from the same elements to eventually evolve into this species that we've become. We've all come from the elements in the earth that could ultimately be from a human being that's existed before. We could all have pieces of each other inside ourselves. We likely all do. You know, things turn to dust. The minerals and nutrients from the dust turns into the vegetables that the animals eat and the animals eat the, the vegetables and the things in the earth and we eat the animals or we eat the vegetables. It's this beautiful rhythm of life. We're all from the same place and we're all going back to the same place. Take care of each other. Number 39, write down three things every day that you love about yourself. Do this every morning. This is challenging. I made my kids do this. Or I, I ask my kids to do this. What do you love about yourself? And it's not like I'm awesome at hockey, which my son likes to write all the time. What do you love about you? Think about it. Learn to love your body and your body will love you back. Learn to be grateful for your body and stress goes away. Maybe those bad eating habits go away because oftentimes those are there to try to drown out some feeling that we don't like. Love yourself. Love your feelings. Acknowledge your feelings. Say thank you for the awareness. And it's just an awareness. And love them. Be grateful. And your body will love you back. Write down three things that happened to you today that were positive. And ideally do this before bed. Why? A lot of us have a, a spinning beach ball of death that exists as we go to bed, right? We can't get our brain to turn off. We have so many things, so many windows open in the browser. We can't get our brain to work. Write down things that have happened to you that were positive, things that you got done or things that were positive and ideally before bed. And I borrowed this thought from a gentleman named Jesse Elder, who I think is awesome. And he's a transitioning spiritual leader. Uh, he's a super interesting human who's got a great past and a great story and a great energy. Number 41. This is one that a lot of successful people talk about. The most, the person that comes to mind is a good friend of mine, Craig Ballantyne, and that's plan your day the night before. I'm guilty of this, and when I do it, I am so much more productive. And when I don't do it, wasting time becomes so likely because wasting time is easy to do when you don't have a plan. The day disappears, and then guess what? Stress levels rise. You don't get the things done that you want to do because you haven't done the things that you have to do. Number 42, be a leader. Lead by example. Step up, lead. We all talk about what others should be doing. We all talk smack ultimately about why other people don't do this and they don't do that, but yet we're not doing it ourselves. Number 43, to be a leader, become a reader. Read one chapter a day. Leaders are readers. Number 44, your ego smiles at you every single day. Every time you get angry or frustrated because someone didn't meet your expectations of how things should be, say thank you to your ego. Or perhaps don't say thank you and be aware. If you think you can do everything, that's your ego.
if you can't be kind to people for fear of them not being grateful, ego. When something doesn't fit your expectations, it's time to look in the mirror and say, hey, ego, I don't need you right now. Our ego has kept us alive for a long time, allowing us to fear the things that no longer threaten us. Be grateful for your ego. Keep your ego as your eternal companion, but don't let it guide your life. And those things, ladies and gentlemen, are what I believe to be the 44 success principles necessary to live an amazing life. And full transparency, I wrote these for myself. And uh, I wrote them as my objectives, um, my goals, the optimized body, relentless mind success principles. And, and this is what I framed my life around. Ultimately, everything you need to do to live your greatest life in a body you love, to build a lean, healthy, and muscular body. And I hope everyone is having an amazing day. And I hope everyone has enjoyed this conversation, enjoyed this podcast. And if you have some additional principles you think I need to add to my list, now there's one that comes up that I didn't really lean on all that much, and that's journaling. I said that in there a couple of times, but I didn't really press on it. But that's a big one. Scheduling and journaling would be big ones up there. So uh, if you guys want a copy of this, um, this will be in the show notes, um, literally transcribed, uh, you know, in, in a summarized version without my extra commentary. Um, it'll be in, there'll be a link in the show notes. You can check that out. Um, please, if you think it's something that's valuable, share it. If you think it's something that wasn't valuable, let me know. Um, if you'd like to hear more stuff like this, love to uh, hear from you. Uh, if there's anyone you guys want to have on the podcast, anyone you want to learn from, by all means, let me know. And um, as always, I'm grateful for you. Thank you to my team uh, online for continually supporting the growth of our mission to educate you and empower you with the knowledge and skill set to build your greatest body. And that's our mission. I want to empower everyone in this world. Ultimately, every man and woman deserves to understand how to build their body. And you all have it inside you. You all have the ability. And there's a lot of levels of things that need to go into changing your body, but you absolutely have the ability. So even if you think you don't have the genetics, the time or the knowledge, it's all BS. You can do it all. Now that we realize the genetics are only as good as they're expressed. So epigenetics controls the expression of your genes. So if you're someone who's like, oh, I just don't have the genes or I, you know, I have a bad history or a bad past, uh, it's all just the excuse you're telling yourself. And as I said in, in the success principles, stop telling yourself a story that's holding you back from achieving the life you want. Guys, I appreciate you so much. Have an amazing day. Live your greatest life and your greatest body. Ben Pekulski out. Thank you so much for tuning in to Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. 